Hey everyone, it's Johnny here. So this is part four of my how to avoid client creative punch-ups. So this one is a kind of unusual one um, and it's one that comes up again and again when I'm speaking to freelancers, when I'm speaking to suppliers and it's the servant-master relationship or how to avoid a servant-master relationship. So when dealing with suppliers, there are many, many clients out there and also managers with members of staff that believe if you're paying someone to do a service for you, that you have every single right to talk to them and treat them in a certain way. And you see this all the time, and it's not just in the creative industries that this happens. This happens in any service or sector. So you see it in restaurants, you know, people clicking their fingers, um, shouting at bar staff. So obviously in the service trade, it happens quite a lot. Um, people that are working at a checkout um, or behind a till, that because you're paying for something, you've got every right to talk to them and behave in a certain way. And it's bullshit. Um, and we shouldn't do it. Um, I've got clients and I would never expect of my, any of my clients to treat me like that and I have loads of suppliers and I would never ever treat my suppliers in that way because I believe that it's about relationships, not dictatorships and when you're working with someone, it's not about them providing a service for me, I see everything like a joint venture, it's a joint relationship that we're working together to create something whereby I'm going to pay you to do something and you're going to provide a service and we're working together to do the best possible piece of work on time and on budget and good relationships are forged by friendships about respect um, and treating people in the right way so what we want to try and avoid here is this master servant whereby I'm paying you to do something, you're gonna do it my way, you're gonna to listen to me when I talk to you, and if I say jump, jump. And what we know is these kind of relationships just don't work, you know. It might be a, a bit of an old school approach, it might work in some sectors, but I think in a lot of the sectors that I work in now, it just doesn't cut the mustard and it's we've gotta kind of we've gotta eradicate this kind of behaviour from especially from the industry that you work in or we work in and change things. So here are three areas where you might see or notice a servant-master kind of relationship. The first area is in communication. So this is the way that we talk to talk to each other through email, on the phone, um, through direct messaging, within meetings and it all, might also be the way and how we communicate in terms of the timing and our tone of voice within emails or phone calls. So we might be ringing people really, really early in the morning or really, really late at night. Um, you know, we, we shouldn't be doing this. We should find out very early on the, the terms of communication um, and be, and although that maybe ringing someone really late at night might work for you, it might not work for the other person. So that's something that we should definitely discuss at the beginning of the project. The next thing is being treated like a slave and talked down to. So it's again, it's that I'm paying you to do this, you'll do it my way, and you'll do it exactly how I want it. 
and you know really kind of talk down to to people um, you know it's really unnecessary and actually if you want to get the best out of a, a creative a supplier a vendor actually you want to be on mutual playing ground and talk to each other like adults with respect um, and you know you can't be talking down to people just because you're paying their wages or paying their fees it doesn't mean that you can be disrespectful and to them like shit. The last thing is being made to feel inferior or beneath someone. So, you know, within organizations, we see it a lot within internal politics and hierarchy, whereby, you know, managers talk to staff in a certain way. And we see that within, you know, um, clients and suppliers just talking down to someone because they feel like I'm the client, I'm above you, uh, and, you know, I'm in a it's kind of like a power struggle in a way that because I'm paying your fees that means that I'm your boss and I can tell you what to do and it shouldn't be like that um, you know we, I have clients that have got really high how high powered roles who do really important jobs um, and most of them will never ever talk to me like that again it's about a mutual relationship and it's about relationships not dictatorships now when these kind of servant master relationships do get formed my honest opinion is if this is happening the person that's doing it is potentially not going to change so what i would do if it's if it's obvious that they're not going to change and this is how they they live and this is how they work you probably want to get out of this relationship as quickly as you can so as soon as you finish that job or if you if you're working there you know if you want if you can leave or at least move so they're not your line manager do that as soon as possible because they're not healthy they can make you um, they can affect your mental health it can affect your confidence um, and you know you want to kind of get out of that as quickly as you can but here's some things that you can do here are some solutions to help resolve and maybe you know completely remove the whole servant master relationship the first one is kind of forge a relationship guideline at the beginning of a project. So you could, if you're a supplier or a freelancer, it could be one page of A4 of this is how I approach a relationship, a business relationship. So this is how I talk to someone, this is how I expect to be talked to back, um, this is what we'll do if we've got any challenging or, or confrontational moments, this is how we're going to sort it out and actually just put down a set of guidelines of how you work and how you expect to be treated and how you treat other people. Because if you talk about that very, very early on, that will make the other person think. And if anything does happen, like a challenge or an issue, you can just go back to that and say, right, we're gonna sort this out, but we're gonna do it this way. We're gonna talk to, talk to each other with respect as human beings. Uh, and we're going to get this sorted out swiftly and stress-free. And I, I feel if you've got a, a kind of relationship guidelines document that you share with people, um, it could be your set of brand values that you work to. Talk about that very, very early on, and it just basically sets some boundaries about what's acceptable and what isn't. The next thing is educating each other with your value and your working process. So when we start working with someone, we don't know their values, we don't know anything about them normally, and we don't know their working process. And this can be done in a working environment, if it's your boss or if it's you know a member of staff, that talk about your values, what's important to you, um, 
talk about how you manage relationships and your working process very, very early on. Because if, if that's clear and each other knows how each other works, um, then you might find if a challenging situation comes up, you understand that person a bit more and you could be a bit more relaxed with them uh, and you can just have open and frank conversations about what's going on and hopefully get things rectified quite quickly. And the last thing is, as I've mentioned um, earlier, if it just gets so bad that you just can't work with someone, I would say break the relationship as early as you can or bring in a third party, uh, a mediator, someone else that works for the organisation or a, a, a mutual friend or a mutual colleague that can stand in and help resolve the situation. Now, it's not about bringing someone in to, to take sides. It's about someone who can look at it impartially um, on mutual ground, who can talk to, to both of you or the group and try and get things rectified as stress-free stress -free, um, and as quickly as possible. But normally bringing in an extra set of eyes, an extra set of ears, someone who can look at the situation from a, from a different light might be um, a good way of resolving the situation. Well, hopefully that's been good. Um, if you do know anyone or if you are having a difficult situation and there's a, a master servant situation happening, hopefully some of these actions you can take away and learn from them and, and implement to resolve anything. I've mentioned in this about the master servant where the, sometimes the client is the master and the creative is the servant, but it can be the other way around. I do know other creatives and agencies that um, may treat their supply, um, sorry, their clients in a way where I know best and you're going to do what I say. You know, it can work on both sides. It's about finding mutual ground. It's about being mature and talking to each other as, ad as adults and being relaxed in situations um, and resolving things calmly um, and pragmatically uh, and try not to have a fight ideally well remember be useful be kind and i'll see you very soon bye bye